Looks like Rob is frozen, but Susie's yeah. here in time. Yay. I'm here, but Roberta, that I, I put yours in and it said last week, so it's not a recurring. So I know, I found that out. <laughs> put that in. How it worked today was perfect because it said, whenever I see join event, I can join, but whatever that link is, if that's there, I click that join event, I made it. And <laughs> I've only had half electric this week. <laughs> Oh, it's been hot. Oy. Okay, I made it. Love you guys. I'll, I'm here. Yay. Okay, you can all see and hear me now. Awesome. <laughs> okay, I'll start again. Welcome and thank you for joining. We're here with another session of Open Diner. Our topic today is, have we given up on happiness? As you might know, human beings are wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. By nature, all we want to be is happy deep down. Our brain chemistry is designed to support these efforts by releasing chemicals into our brain and, and our bodies uh, that make us feel good. Serotonin and dopamine. We've been doing that for many generations. We try to do it by acquiring more and more stuff. A bigger house, the latest cell phone, a better car or by acquiring more honor and power, trying to build a legacy for ourselves, make ourselves respectable in the eyes of others, controlling and manipulating others, or through knowledge, by learning, reading, acquiring information. Now we're at a point in history where there is seemingly nothing more that we can acquire. We're at a point where any knowledge is readily available to us in seconds through the internet. We have the most advanced technology, which sometimes fails on us, um, cell phones and cars in history. Our houses and apartments are equipped with virtual assistants and robots that, for instance, vacuum for us. Human beings are the most advanced we have ever been, but also the most unhappy we've ever been. Linda. Unmute Linda, please. See, I didn't unmute. I told you I might not. <laughs> Every year around the world, some 800,000 people take their own lives. Even worse, suicide is one of the leading causes of death among young people. We're in the midst of a mental health crisis. Social workers, psychologists, and counselors can't keep up with an unrelenting demand for their services. And many patients must be turned away, including children who are desperate for support. Divorce is on the rise also. The pandemic has highlighted and intensified many existing relationship and personal problems that could no longer be avoided. Why are we so unhappy when we seemingly have the best of everything? Why does shopping new stuff no longer satisfy us? Maybe we're standing at a crossroads of a new era where material abundance is fading out and we need to redefine what it means to be happy. We'll talk about that today. Now, this is a cameras on event. So if you kindly turn on your cameras, that would be great. We find that it helps us connect to each other and it gives you an opportunity to fully benefit from this event. Some activities we'll be doing require being able to see each other. 
So if you're joining us on Facebook or YouTube, welcome. And please tell us your name and where you're from. Participate, answer the questions in the comments, and we'll try to read them during the show. So we'll go through some announcements and reminders, and then we'll proceed to our first activity. We're trying to create a supportive environment where we connect above differences. Please stay on topic, no criticism, and avoid politics. Reminded to mute your microphone when not speaking to minimize background noise. And if you can turn on the cameras, that'll allow you to fully benefit from this event. Please remember, keep your answers brief so everyone has a chance to speak. Again, if you're joining us on Facebook, Facebook or YouTube, please participate. Answer the question in the comments and we'll be together during this event. Rob? Thank you, Linda. Let's picture a perfect world. In just a sentence or two, please tell us something about this perfect world. Then the next person will add something to this perfect world, and so on until we build a collective picture of a perfect, happy world. Number one is filled with love. And uh, everybody is in a perfect uh, state of mind and perfect health. Support, supporting one another. And everyone's happy. And everyone, because they're happy, is dancing and singing and frolicking and enjoy. And there are no weapons. Uh, there's peace. Uh, we, we just all feel at peace with each other and with uh, the whole universe. And everyone's supporting each other and uh, selfishness is a thing of the past. <laughs> yeah, everyone is really happy to see each other, to greet each other. We know each other or not, it doesn't matter. Everyone have a heart of giving to others. Uh, the world becomes a place where uh, people find um, more valuable to actually um, improve the life of others instead of just going after things that uh, um, that only serve their own interests. Remember after COVID, all everybody was in the streets in New York City. They would used it, I think, five or five thirty when the nurses would change shifts. Linda, you would maybe remember this because you're a nurse. That state that everybody was in, thinking of others, being appreciative of, you know, people that do stuff in society, even in our own circles and families, but to be appreciative of what people do and uh, tell them. We're very, you know, I know for myself, we don't really thank many people, but. It's really important. That would be in a perfect world. People would be expressing themselves more and be more connected through conversation, you know? 
Yeah, lovely. And um, it'd be a beautiful world, or it is a beautiful world, because we're talking of it as now, where if someone makes a mistake, instead of judging and criticising, everyone supports them and helps them to correct. And in this perfect world, everyone, every single person has their uh, perfect role. Like it, we fit together like a puzzle with each, no one stepping on each other's toes, but each one helping um, this general system to advance and to, to reach this um, state of happiness every day. Um, the workplace is not a competitive war zone anymore. Um, from Facebook to Zippy says, a world full of peace inside of us. Sharing. If you've got more than enough, give it to someone who needs it. Not focusing on the faults of others and seeing the value and what they are saying because they are trying to connect as well with each other. I have another one I was thinking in this perfect world. Uh, educational system would be different, like for kids. You would learn from a young age how to act in life, what you need to do to really live a happy life, not chasing all these crazy uh, things. I, I, I saw Instagram the other day, I almost died to see what kids are looking at today. It's like, oh my God, it's all physical, you know? So a different education system in this perfect world, uh, more communication with people and really the core values of what life is about. That's what they should really be teaching children. Different, different media, also media that uh, makes us happy rather than making us depressed like it's doing nowadays. Um, media that um, encompasses the, the, you know, these values of um, making people happy, making people more connected instead of uh, separating us and um, pitting us against each other. A world where we no longer see the facade, we no longer see people's flesh and blood. We judge them, well not judge them, but we see their internality um, and, and that's how we focus. In, the, in, this, in this beautiful world that, that you guys are, you know, with and, and you know, just, just drawing and building, uh, we would not need COVID to see how important it is. All of a sudden, people who delivered and, and, you know, who took care of everyone, all of a sudden, people who took our trash out, you know, despite in the streets and everywhere. Everyone is important and everyone is appreciated. Such great answers tonight. And especially Nina, yours are making me just tingle. But uh, when, when, as we're getting closer to each other uh, in this perfect world, I'd like us to be closer to our mother planet, Gaia, and be able to nurture her and take care of her as she feeds us and nurtures us and get away from the taking and the destruction of our planet, really healing the air and the earth and the waters that humanity has had a, a hand in, in hurting. 
they'll speak to each other in the subway. The subway is much more pleasant <laughs> with no rats. <laughs> Sounds like we need to start looking after each other instead of concentrating on ourselves. In a world where I own nothing, because everything I have in my possession is on loan from everybody else, and everything belongs to everyone. Well, that was great. Let's hold on to this picture of our perfect world as we watch this amazing video. This movie is from a movie called Crossroads. We'll post the link in the chat where you can watch the whole movie for free, if you like. We also watched it together before here at, at the Open Diner. In this documentary, some of the greatest world thinkers talk about the human condition and our seemingly eternal search for happiness. We greatly recommend it, and we'll watch an excerpt together right now. I believe the issue is how can we cause the largest number of people to understand that we are in fact all one, to understand our unity. The environment has to be changed so that we are supported in a way where we respect each other, while our value systems have to understand that we cannot survive any longer through our logical reasoning with the competitive mentality that's been perpetuated for so many generations. If the environment continues to reinforce this selfishness, it's going to be that much more difficult to climb out of it. So if we create an environment that helps us to have the courage to give, and it rewards and reinforces giving, then I think we'll move much more quickly into that type of bestowal mentality. What we're beginning to see now is the fall of all the major institutions, whether it's economy, politics, education, healthcare, every fundamental level of institution in the world. So there's going to have to be changes at every level. And it starts with education and awareness. Why? Because the knowledge we bought into of who we are and why we're here turns out to be archaic beliefs that are not supporting our survival. We have to go from our old limiting beliefs that brought us to the current state of the world, rewrite those beliefs so that as we take the next step forward, we do so with new awareness, new power, and a new understanding of where we want to go. So we need to change education. Just imagine, what would happen if we changed our environment completely? What if we would constantly hear in the news, through art, entertainment, advertisement, that we're all interdependent, that we're all interconnected as one integral system? How would our world look like? How would you relate to all the others in that system? You would suddenly begin to feel that you relate to others as somewhat close to you. 
You will be less concerned about how do I exploit the other, how do I manipulate others, take advantage of them. You'd begin to see that the other person is somehow close to you. You'll have some affinity towards the others, like they belong to you. You'll start considering them just like you think about your children or your family. You take them into consideration when you think about doing something in life. You think, how will it affect them? So that is the kind of change we need to go through. And it can happen to us through the proper environment that we create for ourselves. Well, we have this negative emotional brain circuits of competitiveness and greed and, and jealousy and anger and what have you, but we can also create a reality in which we make positive emotions for ourselves and in our relationships and we can create positive emotional brain circuit. Brain circuits that we have created by voluntary acts of loving, deliberately, by practicing. That will then mollify the negative emotional brain circuit. So we can overcome our base desires. We began to think of emotions as having a kind of collective identity, uh, as if they're emotional stampedes in human populations, a kind of a quiet riot that, uh, that is just below the surface at all times. Because when we mapped this network, we were able to find clusters of happy and unhappy people in the network, and we were able as well to show that happy people are able to influence others to become happy, and that happiness can spread from person to person to person to person. And it's this kind of view of, of the human superorganism that has really started to change the way we think about ourselves as human beings. We are connected. We are connected in ways that these other social species are, like schools of fish and flocks of birds. Animals have this. So-called primitive people have this. We have seemed to have lost it through our intensive egoistic orientation. If you recover this connection, then we will behave with greater solidarity to each other. We will extend our solidarity that exists in a family. We can extend it over larger areas, ultimately to the whole human family and to the living environment. We can encourage people in all walks of life, in all kinds of organizations, to uh, come to the notion of true global family and implementing the kind of world we really all dream of. What has increasingly been found is that the happiest people have vibrant social networks. They work hard at cultivating the relationships with other people. So it's the, it's the togetherness, the bringing people together that brings people the most joy. Wow, quite the video, huh? Well, we're gonna to move to our round discussion now and let's go over our etiquette rules. Remember, we've got to 
take everybody into consideration, speak briefly so everybody has a chance to talk, and uh, stay on topic. We need to stay on topic because if you go off topic, you know, what's the sense? And a lot of people tend to go off on tangents. And remember, everyone is equal and very important. You're not better than me. I'm not better than you. We're all just as important in our round discussion. Uh, we listen. Listen attentively so you can kind of add to what somebody else says. And remember, there's no right or wrong answers. But the truth is in the center of our connection. So turn your cameras on. Everybody's got their cameras on. Uh, question one, we heard that humans are intrinsically connected like a flock of birds or a school of fish. How can we spread happiness from person to person? Uh, let's see. Willie. Mm. Well, first you have to make sure that you are a happy person and that's what you are spreading because if you can't find happiness in yourself, then you will be a hindrance to happiness coming to others. So make sure that you have obtained happiness in your life. Don't let anything get in the way of that. Make that connection that needs to be made in order to experience that happiness. Roberta. Tell jokes? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> How do you spread that happiness? Well, like the, the school's official, like they were saying in the video, you know, if one of them goes a certain way, they all go that way. So same if I'm talking to people or I'm in a crowd or with friends and it's kind of, you know, gloomy and talking about negative stuff, be that fish that makes that right turn to the happiness angle of it. So we can affect everybody we're with. And who doesn't want to be around somebody that's happy, right? So to be in joy, you got to find it in yourself, like Willie says for sure. But uh, try to make other people happy. Compliments, uh, I was saying jokes, but light and easy stuff. Uh, people like that, including myself. So you could change any situation with a little love and uh, joy. Sure can. Susie. Agree, Roberta, right on. Um, and walking in somebody else's moccasins. If you're seeing that somebody's having a difficult time, put, try to walk in what they're walking in. Just for a few minutes, put your feet there. In fact, science even says if you get physically in their position, you can start feeling, you know, if they're sitting a certain way or standing a certain way, you can feel more what they're feeling. Then you'll have more compassion if you're really feeling what they're going through. Yep, very true. Uh, Nina. Yeah, um, totally agree with that. Never judge anyone because you don't know what the, the other person is going through. But instead, just try to see the best in um, other people. Um, and also uh, focus on what connects you to other people. Like, uh, you know, we do these icebreakers every week. Once I was at a physical event, I think it was for work or something to that effect. And uh, in we were paired up. And in five minutes, we had to find like 10 similarities 
with uh, the other person. And I'll tell you what, we were not talking about politics uh, because that would not lead to similarities. Uh, but you, you, that exercise forces you to look for things that connect you with others. And I think that's a perfect way to approach anyone that you come in contact with. Yeah, that's true. Rona? Uh, make room for others. You know, it's, um, we live in a very competitive world. Um, people step on each other. People make their success at the expense of others. And uh, the biggest problem we have is that uh, everything puts us in a competitive uh, race. So if you make room for others in your decision and your choices, then, yeah, we have um, more chances to spread more happiness. Alisa? Yeah, absolutely. Make room for others. And I can speak for myself. Get out from, from your thoughts, from your mood, from everything that bothers you. But think about people who are around you, who, whom you are affect with your mood, especially bad mood, you know, especially, you know, don't expect the other people just to improve it, it's just other way around. You just get, you, you encounter people everywhere and you just, you know, forget about yourself. And I'm speaking about myself. <laughs> of course, you know, don't be immersed, you know, uh, who is doing what, saying what, but other way around. How can I support? How can I help? How can I improve what's needed to be improved? Dan. Yeah, on Facebook, Tzipi says, we can start to do it in our thoughts by inner, uh, by inner efforts towards the other, wanting to transfer happiness, joy, and love to the others. Took the okay. words right in my mouth. <laughs> and Rob? Don't worry, be happy. Do you know, you're all on fire tonight. I love the way Willie started. And uh, it got me to thinking that, um, yeah, we should be making happiness important um, above every any other emotion or feeling. Uh, we all know how it feels to be happy and, and the joy and the comfort that we feel. And we all know how painful unhappiness is. So if we were to focus on making everyone around us happy, if everyone else around us is happy, we'll have no choice but to be happy. So don't worry. Be happy. And it can start with something simple, as simple as a smile. You walk walking down the street and you see someone, you smile at them, even if you don't know them, you smile. And chances are most of those people will smile back. And maybe they'll start smiling at people and, and it'll it's contagious smiling. And uh, that can bring happiness too. Anybody have anything to add to this before we go on to the second question? I do. I think, it's important, I think it's important too that we, we learn to be vulnerable. And um, if we're really going through something, say, I'm really going through something and reach out and get help. Because sometimes it's real easy to be cool when you're on top, but maybe you really need help. I mean, I had to reach out this week and uh, actually I reached out to Roberta and because we had no electric. It was 115 degree weather. We had rolling blackouts. I had a puppy and kitty, but I had a refrigerator that I could get 
squat ice water in but some people were like tortured and i just reached out and roberta was just there she just was you know just a little just you know just there and it just helped me feel like i was going to be okay and my puppy was going to make it and i was going to make it and I, it just helped me be grateful because you could hear people really going crazy so yeah thanks roberta and be vulnerable open up i really needed help and i got help so we That's really great. need we really need to start being uh caring for one another. We have to get out of self-love and begin to open up our heart for the love of others, for that connection to happen. Do unto others. Simple as that too. Okay, let's go on to the second question. It is. Humanity is at a crossroads. How can we come to the notion of being a true global family and implement the kind of world we all dream of? Humanity is at a crossroads. How can we come to the notion of being a true global family and implement the kind of world we all dream of? Willie? Yes. You know, we, what would really make a difference if we can see there's only one race, the human race. We have to get away from all the, the judging people by the color of their skin or the, uh, the country that they live in. We are all this one race, the human race. And that would start, that would make a change right there and our attitude towards one another. And you will stop seeing them being, you stop seeing them so different from you and more like you and you like them. Yeah, very true, Willie. Roberta? I think it was Ronald Reagan said uh, years ago when he was in the, I think the UN, he says, imagine if uh, aliens attacked Earth. He goes, we would all be one, Earth, right? We would all be human beings. And then we'd realize that we're all in the same place. Or if an asteroid was going to hit, let's say, the Earth. Uh, how to implement that? I don't know. But <laughs> that's a little off topic with the aliens. But it just shows how, like Willie's saying, we are one human race. Uh, how to implement it? You know, they always say if you're going to manifest something, you should feel it. Live it as if it's actually happening. So you could, we could start changing this. Just right as we right now in the show and then from our lives forward, just act like, you know, you want to be that what you want to see. They say and be like it or something like that. So uh, we could start by implementing it by every day doing something a little different to be that global connection with people and see a stranger in the street like Linda's saying, say hi. But, you know, try to bring people together instead of dividing them. Sorry. I yeah. took that's okay. <laughs> Susie. Can't believe it, Roberta. That's the first thing I thought of was Reagan saying that. Because, and, and aliens? <laughs> well, yeah, but maybe I am an alien. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and, and in tune with that, like believing for miracles, like something that does bring us together. I mean, huge incidences that does bring us together because we are one. We don't we don't always accept that and we don't always you know believe that but if we just you know 
stronger and stronger experiences will bring us into the knowledge of our oneness. And I can't wait to fly around like the birds all together like that. I mean, you know. <laughs> Me too, Susie. <laughs> Uh, actually, uh, it's funny you mentioned aliens. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a writer and uh, I wrote a piece like a long time ago about like uh, if an alien was to come down to our planet without knowing anything about, you know, how we live and just look at how we're living, it, it wouldn't make sense. Like we have all these resources, but some people are starving, others are you know, throwing out more trash than more food than can feed a whole country. Uh, instead of working together, we're pointing guns at each other, you know, like uh, it, it just doesn't make sense, our way of life. And we've gotten into these habits of like, this is the only way to live, but it's not. It's not the only way to live. And we can come to a much better way of living if we can just come out of this, you know, box that uh, we've been accustomed to and start accepting new um, ideas about how to actually come together, how to be this one family. Yeah, Rono? Yeah, I think that one of the biggest obstacle in this uh, thing in the global family is the fear that people feel about things that are different from them. I remember what Willie was saying answering this question about uh, there is just, just one race. You know, there's one human race. And that's, it's, uh, the, the problem is that uh, what is different uh, is scary to people um, because simply because they, they don't know and uh, the they try to take the safest uh, attitude, which is self-preservation. And of course, uh, with the human nature of uh, ego that keeps growing, well, it keeps expanding. Now I want a big fence around my house and a big fence around my city, a big fence around my country and so on and so forth. And that's why we get into those so many conflicts. But uh, one thing I can help is, um, you know, try to uh, understand that if you project a positive attitude, uh, you know, friendly attitude toward others and you let go of your own fear, then you, you might be able to, you know, convince them that there is also good out there. And that um, ultimately, you know, there is more to gain in uh, giving and helping others than to be afraid and pushing them away. Right. Yeah. You know, it just, the video we, we just saw is incredible. I don't understand why, why you know, it's not on, in all movie theaters, in, in Netflix, everywhere, you know, getting all possible, uh, you know, awards because, because science is discovering things. It reminds me like, you know, what happened, uh, sorry, I forgot what century was that when, when Giordana Bruno and, and some other people were saying that, that, that the earth is not flat. You're telling me Earth is not flat. It is flat. Yeah, we know what happened with the poor guy, you know, and we know what happened. How how long it took for people to to really see that the Earth is not flat. It's not exactly what is in front of your face that you you can see. There is a broader scheme 
there is a broader, you know, and the side is discovering it. And, and for us, it is so hard to digest because it's just totally against our nature. You know, what, what are you telling me? We're so different. You're telling me we're the same, we're connected. You know, it's just amazing how dense we are to hear this. It should be obvious. Let's make it obvious. <laughs> Dan? Uh, Paula says from Facebook, by remembering we aren't so different underneath our exterior, we all experience the same emotions and should try to treat each other as we want to be treated with respect and human decency. Thanks, Paula. And what's your opinion, Dan? Education. You have to start with education. You have to understand that one, you have nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose. And two, it's the only solution. You have to, we have to understand that we're completely interconnected and interdependent one another. And if we don't work together, then you have a problem because you can go out and be nice all day, but you need a critical mass. You, you need, you know, you need a critical mass of people that say, Hey, this has to change. This is what we're doing now. We're going to give it a shot. And the first nation that realizes that connection is, is, the, is the solution is going to be on top in a different way. But, you know, hopefully our leaders will, will realize that at some point. But it has to come from the bottom. Yeah. Rob. Yeah, Dan practically stole my answer. Um, Elisa, the world's not flat. Wow. Oh. Um, <laughs> And if Susie's a, an alien, you can come and snatch me anytime you like. Um, yeah, humanity is indeed at a crossroads. Anyone that opens their eyes um, can see that the, the world is at a crossroads. Um, how can we come to that notion? By joining like-minded people and studying and researching it and looking into it deeper. And how can we implement it as... Um, Dan so elegantly stole my answer through education. Um, the the video was absolutely fantastic. Um, you know where the bit where it said, you know where um, on the news and in programs and in adverts, all um, promoting this true global family. Um, and in no time at all, we would become a true global family. So yes, you're right, Dan. It's all in education. And speaking of education, um, it seems to me that with so many highly educated people in this world, they don't get it. <laughs> Even they don't get it. These geniuses, you know, with all these degrees, you know, and, and, and you know, it's, it's not up there. So the education, not necessarily a formal education, but what we teach our kids and our grandchildren and our nieces and our nephews, that's the education we need to start with. Um, just uh, educating all around us. So anybody have anything to add? I just wanted Before to say that if anyone has not seen that movie, The Crossroads, the link is in the chat. You have to watch it. It's it's an amazing, uh, it's not long, 
I think it's like under an hour. So uh, definitely worth it. Um, definitely watch it. And by the way, Alisa, <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but there's a whole movement now. It's called the flat earth theory. And <laughs> they're uh, trying to disprove the fact that the earth is round. So we're going around in circles. <laughs> I can say good luck to them. <laughs> it's actually, you watch the video on YouTube and you say, Maybe it is flat. I mean, again, with such a convincing story, I have to say. I just wanted to add one thing about our topic is that, you know, like Rana was saying, most people are all this is why we're so separate is because we're afraid. Because then who am I? If I become this global organism with everybody, where's my identity? But becoming one with everybody brings out more of yourself. You become even more of an individual because you're participating with a group. Like you said, like-minded people, I think Rob said so. Uh, great topic tonight. Great conversation, everybody. Thank you. Can I say something too? Um, I, I think if there was so much excitement or uh, when, when Roberta asked me, you mean Reagan with the aliens? Absolutely. As soon as the question came, because if there was a situation where we had to uh, be one, we would, because we are one. We just have to get rid of all the things that we, we think are dividing. Love this subject. Love you guys. Yep, thank you, Susie. So, were you gonna say something, Willie? Yeah, I, I was just thinking about the statement that Susie made. She said that we bring things, things happen that will make us come together. And I've been, I was just thinking about that, that the way I think, the way I feel, the way I act, what am I drawing to me? And what am I putting out into the world? That energy, you know, it, just if we could get enough people to think happiness, we can spread happiness around the world. So I thank you, Susan, for, you know, you, for that thought that you planted there. Mm -hmm. And I think the situation uh, in Ukraine has brought a lot of countries together. Um, which is a which is a good start. It's brought so many countries together against what's, you know, what's happening there. Okay, open diner dance. Everybody ready for that? Uh, it's our traditional connection exercise. Open diner dance. A lot of fun. Yeah, we just move around with our arms and our heads and our bodies and to the music. And one person starts and does a certain thing, maybe that. And then the next person, everybody follows that person. And then when the next person is, is uh, shown, that person changes it to something else, you know, um, anything and everybody follows that. And then when you're focused, you can change it. But just remember when that little box comes up, don't read it, doesn't mean anything, just do your thing. So let's go.
the boat that somebody else worked the machine so we can see Rob dance once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, stop causing trouble. <laughs> okay, now we have an opportunity to make each other happy. Choose one participant and tell them something with a heartfelt intention to make them happy. It can be a wish or a compliment or anything um, as long as your intention is to make them happy. Okay? So try to do it from the bottom of your heart. Um, then that person then chooses someone else and so on and so forth. Okay? So who's going to start? I compliment Nina. She was just so in tune. All of her answers just made me, like I already said, tingle. I just love it. I think you just must have connected extra with Source and you are just being a channel of it. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, dear. I was actually going to compliment you. I think the person that goes first that, that never gets a compliment or wish back. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. I was actually thinking about you the, and during this heat wave and remembering that you're in Arizona and uh, I don't know how you're holding up over there. I mean, you told us a little bit about it, but um, I want to send, uh, send you cooling <laughs> thoughts uh, so that you... Um, stay level-headed and hopefully uh, cool. I don't know if you have an air conditioner, but uh, I just heard some crazy stories from Arizona. So uh, just wishing you well during this time and hope it passes quickly. Love you. I'll tell you, since I, since I went, I'll, I'll go again, but it, it's been, there's air conditioners, but they don't run without electricity. And we were out 11 hours. We were out five hours and sometimes they'll give you just enough to get your fridge to work so that you don't, your food doesn't. And it's just, I mean, and they said there'd be blackouts and rolling blackouts, but I didn't think they'd start where it was 115 degrees weather out. It is hot. My little baby kitty. Oh, my puppies. We're staying cool, but thank you. I do receive that. I really receive it. And I would like to also compliment Roberta for just being there for me this week. I, I just didn't feel like I had anybody to turn to. And I thought, Roberta loves me. So I wrote to her and she was right there. So Roberta, thank you. I compliment you. I think you're just awesome. Thank you, Susie. I really appreciate that. And we're all there for you, but uh, I got to write back to you on Facebook. I saw you wrote. Thank you. Um, I wanted to compliment Rano. You said such great things this evening and you, you brought a different angle. I think uh, it touched me. I'm sure many people also. Uh, just your your mind, how you were thinking, and just you spoke from your heart, and I think that's really what I felt. So I wanted to compliment you on speaking from your heart. Uh, thank you, Roberta. That's uh, make me feel the tingle that Susie was talking about. Uh, I want to send a compliment right back to Willie for exactly the same reason. Willie, uh, you know, your wisdom is something that's, you know, that's enriched open diners so much. That's, uh, it's a crazy thing, you know, it's just we, we needed someone like you here. Thank you. Thank you, Rona. I don't know how to follow that. Wow. That's, thank you. But I'd like to uh, thank uh, Elisa because your answers, I mean, you can tell that you are just down to earth and being real. 
You're not trying to make things fancy. You're not trying to dress it up. You're really speaking from your heart. And I, we, I can receive that. I think we all can receive that as it is coming from your heart to others. To others. Thank you. Thank you, Willie, so much. You know, this topic is definitely very close to my heart, you know. And I want to, you know, to, um, I don't know if it's a compliment. I'm very bad with compliments. And, and but, but the Rob, I know that that uh, heat wave, uh, you know, is actually started uh, where you are. I think I'm, I hope that it's over. I'm not sure. But you're holding up so cool, you know, <laughs> that, that, that we don't feel that there is a heat wave. And it, it's really, it's really beautiful what you're bringing. This is actually exactly what I was trying to say that, and it's very hard for me, forget about yourself and bring out what, what others want and need and feel others, but not yourself. So thank you for doing it for us. Thank you, Lisa. Um, yeah, I feel like I've, uh, I feel like I'm a kindred spirit now with Susie because we're both suffering the heat. Uh, we are certainly not used to it over here. Um, do you know? I find it difficult to um, compliment or send a wish to any one single person here, especially tonight because I've really felt the connection tonight. Um, I've listened to each one of you, and each one of you have spoken from your heart, and it's been truly, truly beautiful. So um, if I have to choose an individual, then it's going to have to be Dan for his dashing good looks. Um, he should be a film star because look at that face. Hey, perfect. So um, I compliment you, Dan. And I wish everyone happiness and joy. Thanks, Rob. Much appreciated. Um, who's left? Well, I think Linda is. Linda, you, uh, you have a talent of working with your heart. And I'm sure that it's shown up throughout your entire life, including your career. And I bet you are a tough nurse. I'd probably be a little scared of you, but uh, I'd want you, uh, you know, if I was in trouble, you're the one that I would want. Thank you, Dan. I can I can be tough, but usually my patients love me. <laughs> I just get them straight up, get them on the straight and narrow, and, and then they're doing well, and they're happy. And that's what I wish for everybody here. Happiness. Happiness, peace, love, and joy. Rob? Oh, it's me, huh? Okay. Um, all right, my phone was ringing. Well, we're going to wrap up now. And uh, we hope you all follow us on Facebook, Meetup, YouTube. Click like, subscribe, and you'll be notified about all our events. More importantly, share with your friends. Have them come around. Have them 
either watch us on Facebook, Meetup, YouTube, or, or come right, right here to our Zoom, which is, as you know, which is a lot of fun. We can let them know that. And I guess we have a podcast too, anchor.fm backslash open diner. And uh, you can watch all our past events there as well. And you can RSVP to upcoming events on Facebook and Meetup. And yes. if you subscribe, you'll find out when our next, uh, what our next uh, topic will be. Sorry, Linda. I didn't come in when you wanted me to, and then I came in when you didn't want me to. <laughs> okay, guys, we meet up again next Thursday, 6.30 p.m. You'll find the invite on Meetup and Facebook. Please RSVP, follow and subscribe, and you'll be notified about our events. We hope to see you next Thursday. Bring your friends and spread the word. Thank you all for joining and taking part. It's been absolutely awesome and you are absolutely awesome. Please continue to join us every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Love you all. Thank you, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Sue, you Yes. Thank you, Nubia, guys. Yes. Great week. Have a great week. Yes, Bye, everybody. Yes, yes. Be happy. Thanks, everyone. Good day. Don't worry. Love you so much. Be happy. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.